made it through the snow. He's made it through the sleep. Did he come back with Corona? We're going to find out. I heard a little bit on the Geeky Gay of what was going on there. He's been tight-lipped about exactly what happened on this trip. But we're going to get it all out of him. Come rain or come shine. It's Joe Batanz. It's Adam Burns. They're throwing down! said at the top of the show, my name's Joe Batanz, and this here is a little show called Throwing Down, where I talk to my good buddy, the mouth of the south, the gay from the bay, the one and only Mr. Adam Burns, <laughs> who just did Hello, a- Joe. <laughs> Adam Burns was showing off his new video transition machine that he has, and right now he, he only done had the camera uh, on a, like a, a an unconnected wire, so right now he did a video transition on an unconnected wire. Adam, are you are you just how tired are you just from being just, you were gone for a week but you were in the snow. Well, it's funny you should say that because I just recorded Geeky Gay. Yeah. Right before you and I got on the stream. Yeah. And I didn't record Geeky Gay. I did an entire show. An entire 14-minute show, and I was not recording because I forgot to put the SD card in the recorder. SD card. We have a – that's that. You know, everyone wants to know, we have a a listener named SDC. That's her. Her name is actually SD card. (laughs) And uh, Adam Burns, I've done that before on this show, but but you just reminded me of something, buddy. What? I was listening to your show. I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday's show, and you started to tell a story, and you're like, "Oh, oh my God! It's been like we gotta go. The show's over." And I was like, "Wait, weren't you the one that you were like, there's no track. I record as long as I want, and it was like 12 minutes exactly, and you were like, the show's. Why couldn't you just finish that story? Because there's no track, but the closing music is a set amount of time. Mm-hmm. So if I were to if I were to stop the closing music, uh-huh. then it ruins the whole thing, and I have to figure out how to, you know, because I, I want it to sound a certain way. So I've been mm-hmm. playing the closing music; it's been building, you know, getting to its crescendo point. Yeah, and then I just want to finish up a story. It, it's too late at that point. I'm not going to stop the music and then. What am I going to do? Re-record that whole bit, or just yeah. stop it and restart yeah. it? Very good or point. Very good point. it's not very professional sounding. Uh, Adam Burns, uh, I have yeah. a, I have a little bit of uh, I think sad news I want to talk about because this is what we're going to talk about right here because um, uh, you know uh, we were talking about this when the sh- before we started recording. I said we should talk about this on the air. But uh, a very nice person, a very nice man named um, Christian Messer, member of Pride 48, he passed away since you and I last spoke. Maybe yeah. A couple, maybe a couple of days after the last episode of Throwing Down. Now, he's a Pride 48 member. 
I want to say a couple of things about Christian. Very nice person. Actually, one of my first memories of going to the Pride 48 event was meeting Christian because I was at the, um, one of the parties they have at the, at the, in the overnights, at the, in the suites, the presidential suite. And, uh, you know, Big Fatty, patron saint of Pride 48, he does this with everybody who's yeah. new. He takes them to a, a room to make sure they're doing okay and check in on them. And so I was new. And so, he was checking in on me, and I always remember in the room, we, the little side room he took us into, Christian was on the floor doing something for Pride 48, like cutting up, you know, something, flowers or something for the gift bags or something. I don't know what he was doing, something. Yeah, and, probably gift bags. We used to do a, a bag, and yeah. everyone would bring swag yeah. or whatever, and then we would put it in the bag, and he was probably doing something like that. But yeah. And, uh, and I remember that was the first, he was one of the first people I ever met at Pride 48 and very nice person. There was also another time where he had a show called Pleased to Meet You. Uh, and, uh, he would do it live on Pride 48. And, uh, one time Lawson and I, I don't know why we went on, into the chat room and he was just so happy that we were there. Uh, the other memory I have, which is a little bit of a darker memory, was at the last, um, Pride 48 event, streaming event. There was some sort of after show or after party or something, and Big Fatty was making a lot of death jokes. And I, I think I talked about this on the show. I intentionally zoomed. I, I chose uh, Christian's window because by that point we knew Christian had a terminal illness, and I was watching. Oh, him. I think I think Fatty was really drunk. Or yeah, something. yeah, Fatty was really you know, drunk, uh, and I was watching Christian as Fatty's making a ton of jokes about dying and death, and so I was watching him wince the entire time and. Anyway, uh, so then, so we, before the show, you and I were talking, and I said, uh, I haven't, have, has anybody mentioned on Pride 48 the passing of Christian Messer? And you were like, I don't listen to Pride 48 shows. I hate, don't Pride, say that on I the hate, air. I, I hate Pride 48. <laughs> no, I, I wish I would have I never started say. this organization. No. And then, and I, then, and then you said, I don't talk about death on my show at all. And then I said, now we're going to answer the question here on the air. I said, you're saying if I died, you would not mention it on Geeky Gay. Go ahead, Adam Burns. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, well, see, now I don't want to answer it because I've, I've said that I don't generally talk about death on my show. Yeah. Which I don't like. There was someone who died, and I didn't mention it. And somebody in Pride Forty Eight emailed me and said, "Adam, why did you not mention somebody, this person dying on your show?" And my response was, "I'm not the so big fatty. Mm -hmm. Really, his show. He does a lot of telling people what's going on in general. He does a lot of." When there's Pride 48 stuff, he gives updates and he talks about people losing their cats. Yeah. And, you know, their dogs dying and people dying and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But generally, I don't I don't do that on my show. I talk about my life, mm -hmm. but I don't. And, it, and if it involves Pride 48, if I'm if I'm talking about Pride 48... That's a death it, phone? Wait, isn't that the death phone from when you used to do Dubious Intent? Uh, yeah, it sounds like it. This would not be this would not be funny if this was uh, uh Arcy Cruiser calling about Christian or Daniel's mom or anything. That would be very tasteless. That, I that would be poor taste. I'm not gonna answer it. Or okay. You're just gonna let it ring? <laughs> 
Well, hopefully it just stops soon. That's what I'm just thinking. Oh, okay. Okay. So, anyway, I'm just saying, but if it, if it involves, Christian is a, was a wonderful man and he's, he was very sweet and he did a lot for Pride 48. Mm-hmm. But his death, there's a difference. Christian and I were not close friends. So I didn't talk to him on a weekly basis. We yeah. didn't, you know, message back and forth, that kind of stuff. So I feel like I'm less likely to mention stuff like that on my show yeah. when it's someone who I wasn't really close to. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, because again, my show, I talk about my life. Now, if you died, yeah, yeah, I would probably mention it because you are a friend that I talk to on a regular basis. I do a show with, mm-hmm. you know, all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I probably would. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would get 10, 15 seconds for sure. Oh, yeah. But not as much time, yeah. as, not as much time as like your flat tire or the mixer that you got. That junk. Well, no. No, I mean, you know. By the way, priorities, someone called the other day to Adam's show, Gary from Portland. And he said, I want to hear, I want to hear about your snow trip, not about the other junk. And Adam was fixated <laughs> that he called the, the hint, kibitching about his mixer junk. He was fixated on that for like 20 minutes. My shows don't even last 20 Exactly. Minutes, so and he kept talking about it after the show was over. Not possible. Adam Burns, it's funny that you mentioned Pride 48, and I want to, I've talked about this in other shows, but this is the one that goes everywhere. You, you know that, remember when, when, uh, Daniel and Joey weren't getting along, and so we had to cancel Pride 48 for like two or three years? Wait, when Daniel and Joey yeah, were getting point. along? Good point. Do I need to remember that? Yeah. But remember, Pride 48 went away for a couple of years. Yeah, but I, that was, yes, I remember the time that you were talking about. Yeah. We didn't, take a break because they were not getting along that yeah. was just happened to be happening at the same time but sure. yes I, re- I remember that so anyway uh i would make a joke about something called Betacon. that i was going to do a thing called Betacon, right with my own pride 48 okay well since yeah. you've been since you've been gone we there have been some very heated discussions about Betacon coming in 2022 oh we're thinking palm i'm thinking palm springs heated Heated discussions or yeah. just excitement? Like- Excited discussions. Oh, okay. Okay. And I want to, you know, a lot of people from Afterthought World live out here in LA, the host, except for you and Taylor. Now, Taylor has said he'll come out for Betacon. Do you think you'll be able to come out for Betacon? People would be so excited oh. to meet you. Wait, when is this going to be? I haven't, I haven't, it's going to be in 2022, and you'll have way months and months oh. and months notice. Yeah, I, I, I would consider coming to something. We're... Now, I, I hate to announce things in here that I have not announced to Pride 48, but it's very likely that we will not be having a live event this year for Pride 48 in person. We mm-hmm. will have our normal June event like we have, yeah. Um, but it's very likely that we will not because I don't think everyone's going to have vaccines by August, which is when we normally do mm-hmm. it. And people probably are going to want to go – if they are going on vacations, they're probably going to want to actually take a vacation. Yeah. You know, versus mm-hmm. going. So it's likely that we won't have our next event until 2022 as well. But I'm thinking but, yeah, mine will be early 2022. I'm thinking in the winter. That's when you want to go to Palm Springs. You want to go to Palm Springs in the winter. You don't want to go to Palm Springs in mm-hmm. the summer. You know, even though Palm Springs in the summer is dirt cheap because no one now, wants to be there in the summer. 
Is it a rule if you go to Palm Springs mm-hmm. that you have to be naked the entire time and participate in at least four orgies? Yes, it's a rule. In fact, people will be demanding okay. it of you. Now, uh, let me ask you this. Will you get a special haircut before you go to Palm Springs or – What do you mean a special haircut? I, I, I generally will get – you know, I'll get freshened up before I go on any trip, oh, okay. but but it's just a normal haircut. It's not mm-hmm. like, you know. So Adam Burns, Adam Burns, everyone is excited. They're dying to know you went on a ski trip with your parents, your yeah. mom and your stepdad and your boyfriend. Yes. I've heard uh-huh. a couple of the stories already on Geeky Gay, but I'm dying for the audience to hear. Uh <laughs> About these stories, can you what what? Because everyone should know too. Adam, I don't know why Adam's doing this. He doesn't <laughs> want to tell any stories on Geeky Gay, which is fine, sure. Because he wants to save. And I appreciate this, even though he well, doesn't. now I for, am for me, I'm getting pressure for me. He doesn't have to save any stories, right? Yeah, he can say whatever he wants on Geeky Gay. Okay, but but here's the part I don't get. But let's say you have four stories. Adam said already he's going to do two on here and then two different stories. On mix minus. So, which two stories are we, or which stories are we getting today? You know, I don't even know. I said that, and then I don't remember the four stories specifically. So, yeah. you're going to get whatever comes to my mind, sure. and then I'll probably repeat them on mix minus because, well, so it was a week, so I, I can't really tell everything that happened in a week. But I, I want to. Well, first of all, we, we, I just want to summarize the skiing portion of it. Sure. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Mark, however, had a horrible time on the first day and decided he never wants to ski ever again. He okay. quit after 30 minutes. All right. He really after 30 minutes. Well, because on Geeky yeah. Gay, you were talking about how, you know, Mark's never skied before. Right. And your stepdad, you do you prefer calling him your dad or your stepdad? I really don't care. I say I say stepdad. Okay, okay. So your stepdad gave him. uh, He used to be a ski instructor. So he's like, when he was in college, fifty fifty years ago, he was a ski instructor. And you guys had you guys wanted to get a you know a current ski instructor, but that was really hard because of COVID. So he said, "Well, I'll just teach Uh Mark how to ski." Mm -hmm. And then you were surprised. That he gave him like a, a, a five-minute ski lesson and that was it. Yeah, it was like I I had this feeling in yeah. my heart of hearts mm-hmm. that we needed to figure out how to overcome whatever challenges there were and get Mark an actual ski instructor. Yeah. But I thought, you know, and I knew I wasn't going to be good. I'm a good teacher. I feel like I am a good teacher for audio or for, you know, things that I do all the time. But skiing, it's more muscle memory at this point. So I, I don't know that I could really tell people, okay, this is how you put your feet. This yeah. is how you do, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I thought, well, maybe Steve can. That's my stepdad. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he actually trained to be a ski instructor. So he knows, even if it was 50 years ago, he knows the kind of things that they, you know, teach. So I was kind of depending on that to happen. Well, we get there. And normally, and I, I will be saying this on Geeky Gay today, I have to re-record it. I don't even know if I – did I say that? Did I say that on the recorded part of the show <laughs> that I thought I did the whole thing? And yeah, you did. It mm-hmm. wasn't recorded. Yeah, so I'm going to have to do that again. But anyway, I talked about it when I wasn't recording earlier. Um, But 
even to the point of you'll spend 30 minutes to an hour maybe on completely flat ground, just like learning how to walk around in the skis and how to control, you know, how to control them, how to take them off, put them on. You'll do that multiple times. And that one of the most traumatic things of skiing when you're first starting, it will actually even now for me is getting on and off the ski lift Mm -hmm. because they don't stop. Mm -hmm. And so you have to ski up and, and get in a position so you can sit down as the thing comes under your butt. Mm -hmm. So you don't fall. But then when you get off, it's even harder because when you get off, you have to ski out of the chair down a little slope and then, you know, whatever. And if you're a new skier, normally if you're taking a lesson, the instructor will take you over as a group. They'll slow down the lift. They'll do all this stuff. They'll teach you how to get on and off. Well, we had literally been there five minutes. Steve's like, okay, guys, ready to get on the lift? And then... He didn't really tell Mark anything about how to do it. Mm-hmm. So we thought Mark was with us and Steve and I ski forward. And then we realize Mark is not with us. And he's behind us. We had nothing. We had to sit down. There was a lift coming up oh, behind us. Okay. What now? Was he with your so, mom? Where was your mom? No, no, no. My mom was back at the condo. She doesn't ski oh, okay. anymore. She's, you know, relaxing. Yeah. So Mark was completely by himself in line. He was able to sit down successfully, but he was the only one on his lift, on his chair. He's behind us. And I thought, oh, no, this is going to be horrible. We can't mm-hmm. help him get off. Mm-hmm. We haven't told him how to get off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not, you know. And so sure enough, we get off and uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, sitting there with my eyes half closed watching, hoping he successfully gets off, even though he's literally had five minutes of training yeah. at this point. No, he falls right away. I mean, <laughs> now, you know, in, now, right in, a, away. in a funny and, way, where like, is it, is it is it humorous to? Watch? <laughs> I'm just well, imagining. Poor you don't Mark. want to laugh at. It. I mean, he didn't hurt himself, but yeah. it's very embarrassing yeah, when you fall. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. and he luckily he was able to get out of the way quickly because yeah. they did not stop the lift because mm-hmm. they don't like stopping the lift. Yeah, and uh, we have to go over help him up, and then the guy who's running the lift. When we used to go to Colorado, I don't know if they're more – I don't know if the ski resorts in Colorado, because most people do their spring break skiing in Colorado, if they're more trained or attuned to being sensitive to new skiers or Mm – I don't know. But in Colorado, everyone was all very nice and like helping you up and, oh, you know, whatever. This guy comes out and says, hey, you Where were you? Where were you? We were in Sun Valley, Idaho. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. He's like, hey, you two, uh, both of you started getting off the lift way too early. You need to wait. You're, I mean, he was just like giving us this lecture. And, uh, and so, you know, uh, so Mark gets a lecture. He was even lecturing me because he said I was getting, and it's, it's been 10 years since I've skied. So that was the first lift in 10 years Mm -hmm. that I've been on, you know? Mm hmm. The next one I did better, mm-hmm. but I didn't fall, but I mean, I, anyway, so, and then, so then we were, you know, I don't like, okay, now Steve's really going to start teaching him. Yeah. No. I mean, he was just giving him, <laughs> throwing out little, okay, you want to do this? And yeah. then he'd be like, okay, yeah. now do it. Yeah. You know, basically Mark falls three or four more times. He can't get up. Every time he falls down, we have to go over and give him our hand and pull him up. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. 
he's cussing at this point. Which oh, he's cussing. He never, oh my god. He never cusses, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Fuck, fuck." Oh, you god. know. And Steve was pretty close. Anyway, Mark never cusses, so I knew he was frustrated. Yeah. So finally, he says, "Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not enjoying myself. I want to go." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I felt so bad. And he was like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm ruining the day for you guys." And I'm like, "No, you're not. This day, this whole day was to teach you. You're not ruining anything." But he said, "No, I want to go. I, I just, I'm not good at this. I don't want to do it." Is he able yada, to yada. go back by himself? Like, is this something where he is capable of? Like, you guys go keep well, skiing, and he's gonna, yeah. Here's the, yeah, he was, but the deal is we, at the point that he said he wanted to stop, mm-hmm. we were at the top. Yeah. Well, he has to get down. I know one way to get down. Well, they don't, they don't let you get back on the lift. Mm-hmm. So he, and he wasn't confident enough skiing to ski down. Wait, was this an easy hill? Yeah, it was an easy hill, but he didn't, he didn't feel I, I rarely ski. I rarely ski. Right? Yeah. And I would be – even if I wanted to go home, i like, okay, I can do this. Because isn't it just – all you need to know is you go in to go faster and out to stop. Right? No, you go in to stop. Oh, in to stop. You, out, a, okay, it's whatever. It's called a snowplow. Yeah, yeah. You don't ever go out. Yeah, yeah. You go in to stop and straight to go yeah. faster. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. And when you're better, you'll actually turn to slow down instead yeah, yeah. of – Anyway, he he – no, because – I, he had not had the proper instruction. What, like, and I didn't know how to tell him how to do it better. And only five minutes of instruction, getting them on a hill. Yeah. Even if it's an easy one, he mm-hmm. was so scared and frustrated mm-hmm. and falling and everything. So he took his skis off <gasps> and walked down. <gasps> and I skied beside him as he walked down. It was horrible. It was so, but couldn't he get on your and, back and you ski him down? Well, I don't know. I mean, is there a sled? They should have a sled up there. He could just take the sled down. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that far. It wasn't miles or anything, but it probably took 10, 15 minutes to get down to the bottom with and him did walking. You, did you and Steven, did you and your stepdad, did you guys continue skiing after he went back to the cabin? Yeah, so we called my uncle. My uncle came. I walked down with Mark and waited with him until my uncle arrived. Now, let me ask you a question. He got in. Here, here's my question. How long did Mark have to wait? Well, you made out with your uncle. Not it's not even the same uncle. Joe. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. It's, Sorry. I, I thought it was the same uncle. I thought it was the same uncle. It's not even the same side of the family. Oh, okay. It's completely right. different. I mixed up which uncle you make out with. So, Go ahead. Um. So anyway, I waited with him, and then um he, <laughs> whatever, and then he went back. But I, I think uh-huh. the next day we went on a we went mm-hmm. on a sightseeing drive, and we stopped, and he had a lot of fun taking pictures and all that. And we mm-hmm. every night we played board games and stuff, and we had fun doing that. And mm-hmm. he and I went, you know, we went souvenir shopping on one of the days, so mm-hmm. he had some fun. But I felt really bad that. I still think if he'd had an instructor, yeah, it would have turned out differently. Yeah. Now let me ask but you this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now let me ask, I skied three days and it was fun. I I listened to, one day. I skied by myself and I listened to podcasts. And oh, skied, you did. And it was great. And yeah. afterthought podcast. Yeah. Nope. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so here's my question: Do you have more stories from the trip that you're going to tell in the second part of the show, or is this it? This is it. You're done. Uh, well, I have something that's, yes, I have one more story. That's not really just, cause I have more skiing stories, but if we're, if we're gonna come back to the skiing, 
Well, we're not coming back to skiing. Oh no, but, but we're coming back to the vacation from the vacation. Yeah, so yeah, so I can come back to, vac- to vacation stories later. Yeah. Okay, then I'll come back to it then. Okay. Well, Adam, I got to tell you something. So the other day, um, I have a couple of stories though. This one's really quick, and then I'll get to the main story here. My, I'm walking around, and my dad goes, "How'd you sleep?" And I go, fine. You know what I always say when people ask me how I slept? Go ahead. I say, I don't know. I was asleep. That's it. Man, I'm a- oh, God. I, I'm very worried about this. I- you know what I need? I've got this. Oh, okay. I should have played that. <laughs> I'm worried because I want to answer the phone, but I'm really afraid if Archie Cruiser, thinking he's funny, because now we're airing the show on Pride 48, and it's going to hurt people's feelings. I could, I wouldn't like it if he did about my grandma in July, you know? I'd be like, hi guys, Archie Cruiser here. Joe's grandma, muerta, <laughs> at 92 in Spanish. Anyway, uh, okay. I, I don't want to hear what R.T. Cruz So how, how did you sleep, Joe? Anyway, she so goes, how'd you sleep? And I go, fine. <laughs> uh, your mom and I woke up in the middle of the night and you were making um, grunting noises. <laughs> and I go, and I go, uh, oh, really? I go, and at first I was like, okay, well, that's weird. And I go, uh, what if I was and like, yeah, we were really worried about you, but um, we didn't go check on you because we wanted to give you your privacy. And I was like, oh, they think I was beating off. (laughs) Right. And I was like, I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, no, no, please. If you think I'm choking, please come in and interrupt me. I I love how they think that I'm just like, uh, you know, when I'm beating off like in the middle of the night. Some people are. I've seen videos, but maybe it's just for the video. But some people make noise when they, but yeah. Do you make noise? No. Not, not have really. You, have, no. you, have you ever beat off on March Lane next to you in the bed? You just don't want to wake him up. Oh yeah, all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you ever have you ever just shot on him by accident? No, no. First what, of all, what would he do if you? First did? of all, I either have prostate cancer, okay, or I'm just old, mm-hmm. which you know could be the case because, well, I've never been a big shooter sure. ever. Sure. Like occasionally, like yeah. if I got really, really excited and I was mm-hmm. going for a really long time, yeah, then maybe, yeah. you know, I might get up to my chest or something. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. But, but you know, most of the time it was like maybe belly button, mm-hmm. something like that. Now I, it just dribbles out and mm-hmm. there's more left in there and later it, get, it go, goes in my underwear. Mm-hmm. So I have to like go pee right after or push, mm-hmm. you know, to get all of it out so that I don't have a mess in my underwear later. It's mm-hmm. I, like I said, I'm either dying of prostate cancer or mm-hmm. it, that happens when you get old. I don't know which, you know, could mm-hmm. be both. I'll have but. to report back to you. But historically for me, when I'm by sorry, the Bell's palsy kicks in, kicks in sometimes when I'm by myself. All right. No. But yeah. when I'm with another person, yes. And I think it has to do, obviously, with the state of arousal and whatnot. Well, sure. Yeah. 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 
But no, uh, I'm not, anyway, I'm not. I don't. I, I wouldn't. I mean, I could point it right at him and it would just dribble out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make it. It would not make it. I wish. Does he ever know? I need a, does he ever know you are? I don't know. We don't discuss it. Wait, you, I, but what am I going to do? Go up to him and be like, hey, did you know that I was yeah, jacking yeah, off yeah, last night? Yeah. Have you ever caught him? No. Do you think he jacks off? No, I'm, I'm sure. He must. Well, but, you know, but you've never caught again, him? You no. But, you know, I think I really – well, I don't know because I, I hate to categorize all Filipinos. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like it's just a he's conservative. Mm-hmm. And embarrassed about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's not something that, but maybe it's just him, but I, or, you know, he's Catholic, he's Filipino, he's, you know, whatever. And so I think, I don't know, he doesn't, he's not real open about that stuff. Are you ever like more like Filipino fun? I didn't get that one. <laughs> that went right over my head. Philippi, uh, so anyway, Philippi. No fun. Oh, okay. 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 Here you go. There you go. Uh, oh God. I'm just, no, I'm just going to hang up. I'm going to hang up on him. Okay. All right. Anyway, so the other thing too is, so the other day my mom was calling, we belong to a health plan, HMO called Kaiser Permanente. Yep. And the other day my mom had to call make an appointment for something. And when they did, she, they get their vaccine. By the way, yeah, they have their second. They're, vac- they're, they're fully oh, vaccinated okay. as of yesterday. As of oh, yesterday, good. they're Congrats. two weeks from, from their second shot. So anyway, um, so uh, my mom is uh, calling this place, you know, to make an appointment, and. Uh, on the outgoing, you know, on the outgoing, you know, like air call to press one, blah, 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 whatever that's called, the phone tree or whatever. It says we are currently um, taking appointments for the following classes of people for the vaccine. And they list a whole bunch of people, blah, 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 right? And it says diabetes, those with type 2 diabetes, or just diabetes, right? Okay. My mom gets really excited and she's like, Joey, 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 they're taking people with diabetes for the vaccine. So I'm like, yeah, well, on March 15th, I'm eligible to get the vaccine. uh, So I can't start applying to the, they're probably just getting ready for that. She goes, no, 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 no. They said they're taking appointments now. No, 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 no. And I was like, "Uh, okay, I'll look, look into it. So I look into it and sure enough, the website says, Starting March 15th, it's back to everything I said. Okay. Yeah. So breakfast the next day, my mom says, did you call? I didn't know you, I didn't know you were diabetic. Oh, I am. That's a whole other story. Yeah. That's a whole other story. And that I am. And historically, this is a weird thing where my, where the pandemic has paid off a little bit. Historically, my blood sugar has always been super in control. Like no different really from yours. Right. Just by doing just simple things. I'm just lucky, right? Well, no, I'm not like I have diabetes, but like in terms of having diabetes, I'm lucky. This pandemic, I think because I've just been confined to the house, my numbers were so bad that I qualified for the vaccine on my most recent A1C test. Here's what's funny 
is um, as soon as I got those numbers, I corrected and my numbers are back to normal. Once I saw, I, I was not paying attention. Okay, and so you just you just do you just avoid sugar in your diet then, or I, yeah, I avoid not completely, but yeah, for the most part, I just I really just watch a little bit of what I eat, not much. I right? mean, but you can control it with your diet. You're not on medication. Yes. No, no, or... no, no, no. I'm on medication, okay. but like I'm on the lowest, and they even call it a okay. baby dose. I'm on a baby dose of medication, but I'm not like Taylor. I don't pump insulin into me or anything like that. I take a pill one time a day. Okay. And, um, so actually my numbers are back to normal. So I don't want to get that A1C test until I get vaccinated because then I won't be eligible. Okay. So anyway, so my mom's like, oh, you know, they're, they're so, so the next day I'm all, hey, I look on the website and I'm like, uh, they're not taking until the 15th. So I go, uh, she goes, ah, Joey, they said it on the phone. And I go, okay, that's fine. Go ahead. They, that's fine. I, I, go, I think they're just getting ready for the influx of calls on Monday. And she goes, I'm going to call. And so she calls them. And she must have gotten them on the phone because she told me she was going to tell them. He's obese and he's fat and he need, and he's diabetic. Obese and fat are the same thing. He's And, and he needs to take – he's diabetic and obese. You know, he's morbidly obese. You need, he needs to get the, the, the shot. I don't know. I'm talking to Aiden. My mom knocks on the door. I'm like, yeah, I have Kaiser on the phone. They want to make an appointment with you for the vaccine. And I go, oh. So I go, Aiden, let me call you back. Get in the phone. And woman's like, your mom tells me you're obese and diabetic? And I go, yes, I am. <laughs> and she goes, well, I can make, she goes, the earliest I can make an appointment for you, though, is April. And I'm like, that's fine. You know? And then she goes, wait a minute. Someone just canceled. Can you come in today? This is Monday. And I go, uh, uh yeah. And she goes, okay, 320. That's why. Remember I postponed, I said, can we postpone the show? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, said, yeah. let's postpone the show because I, oh, no, it's Tuesday. I'm sorry. This is Tuesday, not Monday. This is Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. I go, I go, vaccine, right? So I show up at 3.20, okay? Now, by the way, you don't know this, because I'm not everyone, everyone else in Afterthought Media Land knows this, but you don't. I've been wearing an eye patch because of my Bell's palsy. My eye doesn't blink all the way, look. It doesn't blink at all, actually. So okay. um, I've been wearing an eye patch. So I walk into this thing, double mask, eye patch. I look like a mess. Pirate on your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm the only parrot. person that has a oh. pirate on his shoulder. I was dressed like a parrot. A parrot. I was a dressed as a parrot, but shoulder. I had a pirate on my shoulder. <laughs> and um, so everyone there is like 100 years old, right? Like literally decrepit in line with me and me. So it's my turn to go up to check in. The woman goes, looks at me, and she goes, okay, well, he's not 100 years old. She goes, what occupation do you have? And I didn't know how to answer that question. So I go. You say I'm a radio host or I'm a broadcaster <laughs> yeah, I go, or. I go, diet. Well, I meant occupation for the vaccine. I go, uh, diabetes. <laughs> I don't know what to say, right? <laughs> Told her my occupation was diabetes. She goes, we're not doing people like you yet. She goes, ugh, you know, like Shelly, another person. She goes, look, we don't do you to Monday. She goes, but I can, I can, uh, schedule you for Monday. 
So I have a vaccine appointment on Monday, which is the first day I can well, get wait, it. Wait, why did you not just say to her, I talked to someone yes, on the phone yes, and yes, they said yes, that you guys yes. had a cancellation? Yes, yes. Because they don't want to waste vaccine. They're not. I know. I know. I know. Maybe they're doing some sort of rule thing. They want people jumping the line. I don't know. Look, I'm getting it Monday. I'm getting it Monday. Okay. I don't care. So I'm getting vaccinated Monday. But there, there's the story. How it goes. Yeah, I will. There's the story right there, Adam. But you know what time it is, Adam? It's time for the cooking segment. Now this week, oh, now I'm the one that left my book somewhere. Uh, well, Adam, it's not my turn to pick a recipe, so... Yeah. Adam, tell me... Uh, I actually kind of already know what it is, though. Uh, but I'll have to go get it anyway to see the page number. Adam, uh, tell me what you... Uh, tell me what we cooked this week. It was your choice. Yeah, so this week we cooked... Now I'm going to forget the name of it. So I'm going to scroll up in Discord because it'll be there. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was ground meat. Ground chicken. And it was a, oh. Yeah. The name of it was, oh, she didn't get the name. Wait. Nope. She didn't get the name. Okay. I don't know the name. All right. But it was great. ground. It was, it was like a. Let me go get my book. Entertain everybody while I go get my book. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was ground something. I never, why is there not a name in the, I mean, I, you know, I, Astute Girl is, is amazing for taking the, the photo of the pages. I really appreciate that. But the name is not in the photo. And you see, my, my, my book is downstairs and I never remember to bring it upstairs. And I don't, I have a horrible memory, so I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> but we have some lovely photos in the, in the chat room of people who made it. And uh, we'll talk about it any moment now when Joe gets back. Oh, he's walking in right now. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys were entertained by all of that. All right. So here's the name of the recipe that we made. Spiced ground chicken with currants and pistachios. Yes. That was it. Mm -hmm. So I made it. So I did, you know, as I do. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I tweaked the recipe a little bit. Yeah, I want to have a big talk about but, this today. I want to have a big talk about this today. Uh-huh. Why? Oh, we'll, 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 after we talk about the recipe, we'll talk about it. So I used ground turkey mm-hmm. instead of ground chicken. Yeah. But uh, – and then I think that was the only thing I tweaked. So the only other thing is um, they did not have – I couldn't find pistachios at the store, but they did have pine nuts. Yeah. And so that was actually on the recipe. It mm-hmm. said or pine nuts. Yeah, you're right. I know. Um, also, I couldn't find currants, but I used golden raisins. Well, they said you could use dried cranberries. Well, the cranberries were sweetened oh. that I found. It was sweet and dried. They you know, had sugar added. Mm-hmm. So right next to the sweetened cranberries, they had the, you know, the, the raisins with that woman on the front that yeah. everybody ate when they were a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did golden raisins. Uh, so all, other than that, you just needed... Um, garam masala, which I actually make my own. And when I say make my own, uh-huh. sure. I mean, I, I take the individual spices and yeah. I put them together. I don't buy a jar of garam masala. I yeah. take coriander and cumin and nutmeg and cinnamon and all the other black pepper and whatever else. So I, I make my own. 
So I had that and yeah, it was super simple. And I just used, I couldn't find non at the store. I found Greek pitas Mm -hmm. and I wasn't going to, one of the listeners made their own non bread as well. uh, Drew Drew Brooks, right? Yeah. I didn't do that, but I, I used Greek pitas and it was actually, you know what it reminded me of? I don't want to make it sound less fancy than it is or less, um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sure. But it was like a Middle Eastern flavored sloppy Joe. You okay, know, you know yeah. what a sloppy Joe yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know what a sloppy know, you, Joe is. Yeah. It's ground meat with a tomato sauce, and mm-hmm. you, you put it on a hamburger bun, and you eat us. It was like that, but it was really, I really enjoyed it. I thought mm-hmm. it was super tasty, mm-hmm. and it was really good on the pita. I'm sure it would have been really good. And I love non bread, but I couldn't mm-hmm. find any. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. It only took maybe 20 minutes. Oh, it's so easy. Yeah, it was. I, anyway. I, I'm gonna make it again. Oh, Mark really? really liked it as oh, well. Oh, Mark yeah, liked I'm gonna it. make it again. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is the probably the first time that this happened where we had such a difference of opinion. I hated this dish. Really? Hated it. I loved how easy it was. Now I will say I went a different route than you did. So maybe the one thing I will say, maybe and I still followed the directions, right? Still followed the directions. Okay. But, um, now you said use turkey, right? Yeah, I used turkey. Um, maybe that was it. Because I used a ground chicken like it was called for. I did exactly what the recipe said. The only difference I did with you, different from you, I'm sorry, was that instead of using garam masala per the recipe, I used za'atar. Right? Well, that's different. It is different. That's what I said, but it's so in the recipe. It would have tasted completely different than the I recipe. know, but I said per the recipe. The recipe said you could use garam masala or zatar. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I use zatar, right? And um, also, I didn't talk about this in the show, but I injured the roof of my mouth last week. A lot going on in my mouth this week, past couple weeks. With all that grunting you've been doing. Oh, yeah, all that grunting, yeah. And so I've only... So this... this recipe was convenient because I need to only eat soft foods for a while. Okay. And so I couldn't put the nuts. But the only thing the nuts I feel would have added was texture. You know, I yeah. did, I actually, what I found, when well, I I find non bread, I found little individual non breads that you could put in the toaster. That was very convenient. Uh-huh. Um, I you, love a garlic naan. Anyway, I really, I loved it. I didn't and like actually, it. actually, we had a, we had a comment in the Afterthought Media throwing down discord yeah that they loved it as well someone someone in the discord said that i picked a really good recipe this time and they really enjoyed it it was probably drew brooks yeah yeah now look here's the deal uh i uh i will concede maybe just maybe i don't know what it was i just didn't like it just didn't like it did you put currants in it i put currants in it yeah yeah. I did everything I did everything per the recipe. Do you like a sloppy joe? I do like a sloppy joe. I found mine had no flavor whatsoever. Oh. Yeah, like a, you need you need to try it again. Yeah. You need to use garam masala. Okay, maybe I'll try it with garam masala because it di- it didn't have a sloppy I mean, I can see what you're saying, but I found it well, very just you, washed out chicken flavor. Just like, oh, I'm just you also it. you also use tomato paste. You did yeah, that, I did, right? I did tomato paste. Yeah. Did everything per the recipe. The recipe, would uh-huh. you not agree, Adam? The recipe is so it's probably the easiest recipe we've done. 
Oh yeah, yeah, because you just you literally put in the meat. Yeah. And you put in the tomato paste, you yeah. add some water. Now I I went ahead and cooked the meat and crumbled it up and cooked it halfway before I added the tomato you know, paste in the water. You know what? I think I wish I would have done that. Because the recipe said Yeah. I didn't think this was a huge change. Yeah. But the recipe said you're the way the recipe said it is you're basically boiling yeah. the yeah. ground meat. Which is what I did, and it tasted like that. What what I did is I, I browned the ground meat then but I didn't cook it all the way. I cooked it about halfway. And then there's still a little pink in there. And then I added the tomato paste. I stirred the tomato paste around and cooked that for a second because I always hear on these cooking shows that you need to cook tomato paste mm-hmm. to get some of the I don't know, canned flavor out of it or you know, do whatever you, think you there's need. To... A, do you think there's a missing step here? Uh, maybe. Because it just they, it, it tasted like boiled ground beef or not but well yeah. it tasted like boiled ground chicken. I followed the yeah. recipe. I d- triple checked it because I was like, this seems yeah. wrong, but okay. No, it's what it said. It said put the meat and the tomato paste and cover in water is mm-hmm. what the recipe said. Yeah, but uh, I I crumbled it, cooked it halfway, added tomato paste, cooked it for a little about a minute more. Then I added water. Um, and then I added the seasoning and everything and salt and pepper and all that. And then I let it, I let it reduce until the water was almost gone. I, you know what I'm going to try? I'm going to try putting no water. I'm being honest. You could. And I bet you this would be good with the same thing, but ground pork. Yeah, any ground meat. I, I don't think – I think you could use ground beef, ground pork, ground turkey. I don't think the meat itself matters. You could use ground lamb, although I don't like lamb, but you mm-hmm. could. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's the recipe. But before we do, I want to tell you about something. Before I tell you the next recipe is we're going to do. Okay. Is I went on a rant about you today on this Joe Batanz. Because um, – Why? Yeah, because I think what you're doing – and it made me mad. Even though Drew Brooks liked it. Drew Brooks liked the recipe. You liked the recipe. I feel... Oh, no. That you're choosing recipes based on the fact that it's zero points. No, I'm not. I'm literally sitting here. I never decide until you and I are recording, and I literally just thumb through them. All right. And none of the recipes that I have selected have been zero points. That that recipe was a very high point recipe. The raisins were very high in points. The pine nuts were very high in points, and the non bread was very high in points. Now, so I, I that wanna, was not. I want to tell you something. So people, so we were talking about it on this Joe Batanz, right? And I wanted to have a, a conversation with you about the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. Right, and, and I'm talking about this Weight Watchers point system, which you yeah. taken it to a ridiculous level, okay? Where, because uh, and someone asked in the Discord for this Joe Tams like about the Weight Watchers point system, like how did it work? And somebody, I don't want to give away who this person was, explained it, right? Okay. And they said Weight Watchers uses a balance. You start with a zero point food, take boneless, skinless chicken breast, for example. Then add in the other stuff, bread, sauce, etc., yeah. to build your food and meals. You are yeah. supposed to eat. You are supposed to eat a minimum amount of points per day. You are supposed to use your points. The zero-point yeah. foods help you if, if you are hungry and out of points. There is There are still things you can eat. 
Yeah, but you still have a limit of the number of points that you're supposed to eat per day. And yeah. and the other thing, the other thing that I do differently than Weight Watchers is, I give myself a cheat day where I don't count points. Yeah. And my cheat days are cheat days. I mean, I go way. They give you a bucket of extra points. I blow through that bucket in like one meal oh, on a really? Saturday. And mm-hmm. then I have another meal on top of it. So I eat a little lower points throughout the week than what they say, because I know on Saturday I'm going to completely blow it out of the water. But I mean, doing- I'll eat donuts, Whataburger, you know, sh- shove cake in my face, whatever, you know, I on Saturday. Yeah. But you're making my point, which is, don't you think that... Wouldn't it be better just to to splurge a little every day than to just blow no. it all on Saturday? No, no. You're thinking that no, would, Weight Watchers would agree. With I would you. give up. I would give up. I need a day where I can just do whatever the hell I want, and whatever the hell I want is eat like a cow. So let me ask you this question: I mean, I, are, is, is the downward trend? Are you going down? Yeah, I'm going down. I didn't. I did not weigh this weekend because I've lost about ten pounds. Okay. Um, I did not weigh this weekend because I did not make it home on Saturday in time to weigh. And that's my weigh day. Mm-hmm. And because I was on vacation and I wasn't sure how I was going to do anyway, I'm going to weigh, I'm just going to weigh this Saturday. Yeah. But I did stay on Weight Watchers for the entire trip. Um, other than I had one cheap meal. Uh, Mark and I ate it. We ordered food from a restaurant and brought it back on Friday night. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I stayed on Weight Watchers the entire vacation. So. All right, Adam Burns, here's my recipe. Do you have your cookie book in front of you? I don't, but it's. Uh, Well, Astute Girl will probably post it in the throwing down if she's listening. It's page 207. And I actually, you know, it's so funny. I I just accused you. Of choosing recipes based on your Weight Watchers. And here, I'm such a nice friend. I chose a recipe based on your Weight Watchers. Okay. It's, I swear to you, I'm not. I'm just... It, you said 204, right? No, 207. It's pulled 207. chicken with tomatoes, chilies, and cilantro. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. And this is what it has. So, you know, you know there it has boneless, skinless chicken breasts. Four plum tomatoes, cilantro, garlic, oregano, one chipotle chili, and salt and crab. Now, you might have to not do the chili because of Mark, correct? He doesn't enjoy it if it's spicy. He doesn't like to have a pain. You know mouth. what? They have on here, or one four-ounce can diced green chilies with liquid. Those aren't as spicy at all. They're not even close to spicy. But, oh, well, he might find yeah, them spicy. Find... He might find them he spicy. He does, but... Yeah. And also what I could do is... I could leave it out of his and add it to my oh, like, yeah, half yeah. of it to, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. Cause I like spicy food. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I could do that as well. Yeah. So this looks like it's a good recipe for us. 25 minutes servings four. uh, looks like you'll have your zero points. It won't be a high point meal for you. And that's what we're going to do for the next episode. Uh, anything else in the cooking segment, Adam? Nope. All right. Very good. Let's get out. Of the cooking segment. All right. Now, Adam, Adam's doing a lot of video effects, everybody. Adam, uh, what other stories do you have for us? So this one, you and I talk a lot about my parents and their politics. Sure. 
And it's less of a story and more of an amalgamation of things I found out about my mother on mm-hmm. this vacation that yeah. I that I did not know. Mm-hmm. First of all, I I thought I thought that my parents Sure, they have Fox News on on occasion when we go over there and you know, I know they're conservative, but I thought for sure my mom was not mm-hmm. some raging Fox News watching lunatic. Mm-hmm. I thought either Steve is watching a lot or or maybe they just, you know, or they just have conservative views and they were putting up with Trump or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But I was uh, – is it disabused? Would that be the right word? I was disabused of that notion okay. during this trip. My mom sure. wanted to watch Fox News all the time. Oh, my gosh. While we were there. More than anybody else. My aunt and uncle were there, and they're also conservative, and they mm-hmm. also watch Fox News. But mm-hmm. but they – to the point where – okay, so one night my mom mm-hmm. is talking about Fox News, and, and I have told my mom, you know, I don't want to talk about politics with you. I don't want to – you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she she's – says something about Fox News and my uncle we're we're all sitting over at the table playing a game and my mom is in the living room watching Fox News and she makes some statement and my uncle says something about yeah Fox News rots too much Fox News will rot people's brains or something like that he makes a statement like that mm-hmm. and i said and my mom was in the room but i was so frustrated with her mm-hmm. um i said yeah, I know somebody whose brain is getting rotted as we speak. <laughs> oh my goodness. Adam. And my mom goes, Hey, huh? yeah. I don't. <laughs> anyway, so I was so frustrated, but no, literally. So my mom, so she's watching Fox News all the time and she keeps bringing shit up like racist shit. Like she, we're sitting at the table with Mark. I never thought of my mom as racist. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I don't, I'm going to get this wrong, but, but, and Mark is sitting right there. Sitting right there. And she, she makes a statement like, well, unfortunately we can't be less white. You know, everybody wants us to be less white. We can't be less white, but you know, Mark, I guess you can be a little less white because you know, you're not, says it right to him. I don't even know what she was talking about, but she was talking about being less white. You know, like she was saying, like, oh, everybody wants white people to be less white because, you know, everyone else is oppressed and white people are. I don't know. She was just, you know, and then, you know, some news story came out about Dr. Seuss books Mm -hmm. being I don't even know what happened. And Mm -hmm. she's all like up in arms about that and talking about how, you know, she um, she's going to have to go out and buy up all the Dr. Seuss books because, you know, these liberals are taking them away from her and you know she loved we loved those books when we were growing up and it's just mm-hmm. like the whole the whole time we were there it was just fox news this fox news that racist comments mm-hmm. just horrible and i just it makes me sad joe because i didn't think that my mo- i never would have thought that most of that stuff would come out of my mom's mouth mm-hmm. and i i don't know does it and I don't know if she's always been that way mm-hmm. or if aging has made her more that way or if Fox News has made her more that way specifically. It's but probably, she's it, getting – It's imagine it's the latter or maybe all three. Because she's just – she 
I never, and it makes me sad because I didn't think that she was that type of person. And it makes, it's getting to the point where I'm going to have to just tell her, I do not want to spend long periods of time with you guys because mm-hmm. you, you make Mark uncomfortable. You're, did Mark comment agree. on it? We, yeah. Oh, to geez. me, not yeah, to yeah. her. Yeah. And uh, there were many other things, but it was just – we had a fun time for the most part, but it was just a real eye-opener as to how far down the crazy Fox News watching yeah. racist hole my mom has gone in her older age. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. <laughs> that I know that's not a funny story, but I just like – Did it have to be a funny story? story at all. Let me fill you in on the Dr. Seuss thing. It's one of the most infuriating things because it's a really good example about how Fox News is manipulating people like your mom. So the truth of the matter is there are a few books. I believe it's like six books, not that many, right, of Dr. Seuss that the family, the Seuss family themselves, the people who own the estate, the Dr. Seuss estate who hold his name and his publishing rights and stuff like that. They've decided on on behalf of the estate to withdraw these books. The six or seven books that they are, are so obscure, no one's ever heard of any of these books, right? And when you learn what's in these books, they're so offensive, you're like, well, of course they're going to get rid of these books, right? Like, one of them is like a, a, a white guy sitting on the head of a stack of, like, Chinese people or something like that, or Japanese people, and he has a gun. Or, so, or maybe it's black. I don't remember. But it's, they're very, when you see what's in each book, that's very offensive. And, it's, and they're, like I said, they're very obscure Dr. Seuss books. And they're just going to start publishing them. Okay? Yeah. Fox News has made it seem like they're getting rid of Green Eggs and Ham or Oh, the Places You'll Go. And in fact, whenever they read, they do these big public readings. It's always from the famous ones that aren't going anywhere. But they've, they, they're very, they're very, I think she was even referencing green eggs and ham and some of those other ones like those. And I didn't know the story. I didn't even know what she was talking about. Yeah. And, And in a weird kind of way, I don't blame your mom because Fox News has intentionally obfuscated that fact. They've made it seem like some unknown force, like the liberals have now canceled Dr. Seuss and all his books are going away. It's a few books that no one read anyway, and the, the Seuss family is doing it themselves. They wanted to do it, okay? Um, yeah, but I, I don't yeah. know. I just keep telling her, well, I wish she would just stop watching Fox News. Mm-hmm. And she says – you know, and, and they always talk shit about CNN and, you know, whatever. And what I, my point to her was, why don't you just watch normal, like network news, like in mm-hmm. like 30 minutes a day, just the local network? Mm-hmm. You don't need to watch talking heads five hours a day or mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. Just mm-hmm. watch, read a newspaper. Yeah. You know, whatever. I don't watch CNN. I'm mm-hmm. not why because I know they could say the same thing about on the other side that I'm sure there's some exaggerations that some of the liberal news networks do, especially the talking head folks who have to sit there for an hour every night and, you know, dramatize stuff to keep people watching. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, don't watch any of it. Why, just read a newspaper, watch your local news, okay. watch Good Morning America, whatever. Just kind of straight line not sen- not sensationalized just news what does she say i i 
I, I she didn't I say it in heated moments where I'm like, I don't watch any of that. Well, you shouldn't watch that. You should just watch local news. And yeah. she doesn't really reply. You know, I mean, I should have an actual I should sit down with her and mm-hmm. say, Mom, you know, these people are paid to keep your eyes on the screen mm-hmm. and they are going to it's not news. They are. It's entertainment. It's mm-hmm. there's a word for it. And I can't remember in, newstainment or infotainment. I don't know. But anyway, infotainment. Mm-hmm. And so you cannot sit there and take everything they say liberal. Uh, literally, they're mm-hmm. trying to be as outlandish as they possibly can be. Sure. To keep you watching. Yeah. I should do that. I should. But I just it's so uncomfortable having these conversations with them because I mm-hmm. find more and more mm-hmm. <laughs> how deep down this rabbit hole they've gone. And it depresses me. I don't you know. You know, I, I, but look, look, the problem is not just with your parents. There's a lot of parents. Even though my parents agree with me on the whole politically, they fall down the same traps and everything like that. They believe everything they see on Facebook. They believe everything that they see on, uh, not the CNN, but like, they do a thing that's really weird that I think a lot of parents do. I'll give you a good example from today, actually. I was watching the same program my mom was watching. It was just on the TV. It was on CNN. And it was a talking head news show. The reporter was talking to somebody who was like, uh, oh, she was talking to David Axelrod and Dana Bash, right? And they were talking about Biden's speech, which is actually happening as we speak. And uh, the, Axelrod and Dana Bash were saying the Biden team should do this. The White House should do that. This is what we learned when we worked for Obama. This is what Axelrod was saying. This is They were giving advice on the air. Later at breakfast, my mom says, oh, I saw on CNN that Biden's going to do this, this, and this, and this. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's not what happened. People went on yeah. CNN and said, they're just a random person. They're just talking. They're not, right. they're not Joe Biden. Joe Biden's. Not going to go – she's like, Joe Biden's going to go on today and do a victory lap. I saw it on CNN. I'm like, no. He, okay. And so, like, there's a real problem with that generation. They Because I think they come from an era when you could believe the news, you know? Yeah. And so that's never changed for them. So they're, to them, like, why would Fox lie to them, you know? Well, and John Arts in the chat room is saying, I know you don't really look at the chat room. He's saying, Joe, I'm holding my tongue. So I don't know if he's a big Fox News watcher or – John, really... Ar- John Arts is a very nice person. He's a Republican. And yeah, do yeah, not, but, and do not abuse saying... do not abuse him. John, you and I can talk about this privately and all that jazz. No, I'm not gonna abuse him. But no, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to like sometimes people get in the, oh. in the chat room, they get all upset. Uh no, but all I'm saying is that I don't watch the liberal side of it, and I don't watch the conservative side of it because mm-hmm. I feel like the talking head stuff mm-hmm. is specifically sensationalizing stuff to yeah to the point of you know whether it's Fox or CNN either yeah. one mm-hmm. they're trying to keep or MSNBC or whatever yeah. it is they're trying to keep you watching and they say ridiculous things and I just think that it, the world would be a better place if those news networks didn't even exist. No, I agree with you. It, it, I could do a whole history of it and how basically CNN has ruined politics and whatnot. And it's this whole 24-hour news cycle. But it's also enforced reinforced tribalism. Everyone should know. Even John Arts knows this. 
I'm more moderate. I'm not a super big left leaning liberal. I'm a I'm a I'm a moderate Democrat, right? And because yeah, of that, I, think I am as well. Because of that, like I see faults and like yeah, Andrew Cuomo deserves everything that's happening to him, right? I but I often think that if I'm going to look at both parties, and I feel the Republicans used to be this way too, there's something going on with the Republican Party right now, and I think John Arts would agree with this. Actually, I know this John Arts. He's a very reasonable person. John Arts is an old school Republican, okay? And he has to admit the Republican Party that and its current state is not the Republican Party that he knows, you know? And they're gonna have to do they're gonna have to fix their house. I don't know what's going on there, you know? And um so uh, I'll just well, leave it at that. But go ahead. The thing the thing I never used to say I was a Democrat, but the thing that has kind of You never used to say you were over, gay. Uh, true. The thing that has pushed me over the edge is the the Republicans that I'm seeing. Yeah, and I'm sure this is not all Republicans, mm-hmm. but the but the side of the Republican Party that I see is the hateful, mean. We don't care about anybody else. We don't care if you're poor. Yeah, you don't deserve health care. Mm-hmm. We don't want to pay for your health care. Mm-hmm. You know all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that's what I see that, I mean that, and sure that's amplified on all the sources of stuff that, but it's like, I'm not that person. Like I'm not hateful. I don't hate, like, I don't, if someone's poor, I still want them to be able to go Mm -hmm. and get medicine and be able to, you know, whatever. And, and a lot of Republic. And to me, that's hateful that Mm -hmm. someone that says they're a Christian Mm -hmm. and then will say to me, well, those people did something to get that disease that they have, and I'm not paying for their, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. You know, to me, that is not a Christian thing, and that is not, and that's well, what I've seen of Republicans. It's so, it's that's so what funny. I've seen. It's so funny that we're talking about this because you know, and I know that just yesterday, your governor, two days ago, Asa Hutchinson, just signed into law the most restrictive abortion uh, law in the country. Where pretty much, like, if a woman gets raped, she has to have the baby. Yeah. And not oh, only yeah. that, under Arkansas law, uh, at least at least current law, does she have to have the baby, but he uh, possibly has visitation rights. You know? And fine. Let's, let's even, let's, this is horrific, but let's go with this, right? What I always think is so funny is then as soon as the baby's born, so right now the woman is a Madonna and the baby needs to be born. And this is the, the worst thing ever. But then as soon as that baby's born, all of a sudden that baby and the mother are leeches and they uh, are draining the system and they, yeah. and they're horrible people and they shouldn't be taken care of and they should starve in the street. And you're well, like, well, why not, did you want the baby not born only to begin that, with? Not only that, but they're anti-abortion and pro-death penalty. Yeah. And I don't like I don't understand that either, because if you say a life is sacred mm-hmm. and you should not kill anyone. Yeah. How can you then say. But string that guy up, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I- inject him in the arm with poison and kill him. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't understand how you can. Those are completely polar opposite mm-hmm. views, in my opinion. Now, I know a baby not been born is innocent, is, is innocent mm-hmm. but. But still, I mean, so I, if I, if Mark gets pregnant, are you going to keep the baby, or what are you going to do? <laughs> He's not going to get pregnant. Uh, I would. I don't think I would make a choice to. Well, first of all, 
I mean, this is ludicrous because obviously Mark is not going to get pregnant. But um, if I was with a woman and she got pregnant, it would totally be her decision. But I personally, I would not want to have an abortion or to have that her have an abortion because Mm -hmm. I do. I don't like the thought of killing, you know, a child, but Mm -hmm. but I do feel like it's the woman's decision and it's her body and, you know, she should be able to do whatever she wants. You know, what's so funny is this is really about it it doesn't make any sense because I I know you're looking at it from this pro-life standpoint and whatnot. Just the logic of it all makes no sense. And what I mean is I'm talking from a very crude, purely economics standpoint, because here's the truth of the matter in Arkansas. Rich people who get pregnant and don't want the baby are going to fly to another state and get an abortion. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So the people who actually could take care of the babies are not going to have those babies who don't want them, right? The people who are going to be forced, I had to make that weird sound right now because I can't talk. I went forced. The people who are going to be forced to have the baby are the ones who can't afford the baby and the state is going to have to pay for it when they don't want to pay for it. So it really makes yeah. no sense. It makes zero sense because it again, people who have the means are. Well, you're in Little Rock. How far are you from the state line? No, I'm not in Little Rock. You're I'm in Rogers. three hours north of Little Rock. Okay, you're in Rogers. How far are you from the state yeah. line? Half an hour. You could just go a half hour over to where Illinois or where? Well, I'm in the top. Uh, I'm in the northwest corner. Mm-hmm. So in half an hour, I could be to Oklahoma or Missouri. Okay, so you can go to Missouri. You can go to Missouri and uh, have uh, an abortion. Not much less conservative, by the way. I know, Both but of they, those they, states still, are, they still have abortions. Yeah. But yes, I could. 30, yeah, it's a 30-minute drive. And Texas is only a three-hour drive, maybe. Yeah, not, not even that big of a deal. Still. So, and also like, look, at the end of the day too, just, uh, yeah, it's just the, the poorest people who are going to have to have the babies. All right, Adam Burns. Well, we're going to call it a day there. Uh, do All you have, right. Do you have uh, any other, uh, topics you want to talk about or have we covered it all? Oh, uh, Jesus. We have covered it all. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take that call. Sorry. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.